chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Loose Lug Nuts, the world-famous NASCAR podcast by the average fan. For the average fan, I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick. And Thomas, you weren't too happy about our three races in Charlotte this weekend. Uh, I mean, I mean, you can never not be happy about races. I just wasn't as pleased as I should have been. All right. Well, let's get some non-competitiveness going on, but some cars were dialed in, some weren't. Or most weren't. It's just Charlotte racing, man. Yeah, traction compound right on my ass. (laughs) Well, let's get into the first race of the weekend, which was on Friday night, the truck race. And I want to see the Toyota development guy that came out and said that we don't need practice and qualifying anymore to come uh, defend himself to Matt Crafton, who had a sway bar issue that was diagnosed in practice. And during the race, they said that he wouldn't have lasted more than five laps. Yeah, I sort of feel like a Toyota development guy. I, we don't say his name because um, I don't think he deserves to have it said right now. Um, he has beaten out um, Call Me Cat commercials as the main nemesis of this podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, and the thing is, it's not the first time. There's, there's been other incidents like this that haven't been found. Like Amarola had something. Uh, Kyle Larson had something um where they didn't have practice and they they were out of the race in five laps so i think practice is necessary for that alone much to the the, the, uh chagrin of mr toyota development guy well then in uh sunday's race they even mentioned that uh chris busher uh they found something and they really liked their car uh during practice so it goes both ways too where you can find something that's you know, mechanically wrong with the car, and then you can make your tweaks and adjustments. So up yours, Toyota development guy. So as we get to stage one of the trucks, your guy, Sheldon Creed, who five minutes after we got done recording the preview episode last week, got a sponsor looking pretty badass in it, and he dominated stage one. Yeah, you know, we don't get to see his flowing locks when he's got his helmet on, but I imagine they were flowing, and he looked like the dominant truck uh, in the race in stage one in the, what was it lift kits for less yeah. coming through with the sponsorship yep. after I picked his blank truck as the best paint scheme just totally blew that out of the water oh so Todd Gilliland Austin Hill John Hunter Nemechik and Zane Smith finishing the top five of stage one the other notable Haley Deegan scores stage points for the second time this season uh, with a 10th place finish but again not much action going on early on in the truck race now and this uh this race here is we'll find out um probably one in the uh the stage break pit stops yeah so sheldon creed dropped two spots during the uh stage pit um or stage break pit stops and you're gonna go on a little rant again about how many laps <laughs> once, once again it took nine laps in between the state with no accident there wasn't an accident I don't think there was debris that needed to be picked up. If there was, I don't think it was nine laps worth of debris. But once again, I don't know. I think it goes Toyota development guy, uh, flag guy, and uh, call me cat commercials are the three nemesis of the program in that order. Just Which I haven't seen the cat call me cat commercials. Lately. No, I mean they're, they're they're still you know I'm you know 
I remember them. You know, oh, right now it's memory. Did the show already get canceled? I think it might have, or it's uh, the season is done. Um, but I just, it just seems excessively long, and I, I sort of know what they're doing. They do their three minutes worth of commercials. And then they come back and then they don't want us missing the pit stops. Well, you can freaking tape the pit stops. You know, I don't care if I don't see them live, but, or do the pit stops. Hurry, I do a commercial pit stops, another commercial, but yeah, just nine flags of yellow, nine, nine laps of yellow. Got, I might've had a stroke. I don't know. <laughs> nine, nine laps of yellow flags. Just, yeah. Anyhow, enough of that rambling. So the, we get some bad news for Johnny Souter. He cut a tire on lap 40 when Chandler Smith um, runs him into the wall. Smith slowed by some tail damage. Yeah, it, uh, you know, Souter w- was looking sort of good, like he might compete. Um, and then we'll, we'll see later on. It was, a, I think it was an average day for Thor Sports. But anyhow, um we get a yellow with 10 to go in the stage, Tanner Gray and Brett Holmes getting an accident. And then this is where Creed, he lost the two spots in the pits. Cause when he was out front in clean air, he was like, he was dominant. You lose two spots in the pits. Then he's back in traffic. Um, five laps to go. Todd Gillen spins Creed after, uh, you know, Creed had a bad restart, like, and he was dropping to the anchor against the wall because everybody, pretty much all the, the truck and Xfinity inside lane won every freaking yellow fly, like restart. I don't know why, unless I was like the fourth or fifth car, why I would ever go to the outside? Because what would happen is you go to the outside and then you get pushed three wide and then you end up getting what happened to Creed, which is you start falling back. Well, he not only started falling back, but he got spun out and he's done for the night. The strongest car in stage one looked like it was going to be the strongest car for the re- the entire race. Bad pit stop, snowballs into you're back in the field, snowballs into you're out of the race. So he was done for the night. Sheldon Creed finished 35th, but he did get 12 points. So not, yeah, you know, not bad for you know getting into an accident 55 laps into the race. But uh, John Hunter Nemechek, who led the first 25 laps of the stage, um pits while several several drivers don't and then we see austin hill and saint smith duel for uh a couple laps for the stage win which saint smith pulls out yep uh, zane smith gets a stage win hill second uh ty majeski finishes third uh derrick kraus fourth ryan trucks fifth and then uh austin wayne self this is going to come back to haunt him later on he's chasing solder he spins out on the last lap. He would have gotten some points and doesn't get any stage points. So we get to the third and final stage. Zane Smith, uh, during the break, during his pit, uh, at the end of the stage, a crew member's out too soon, so he's forced uh, to go to the back. Stuart Friesen and Eckes, or Christian Eckes, are battling on the restart, but John Hunter Nemechuk slingshots past both of them. Yeah, and then uh, he's pretty much like he's the truck after that point. Uh, Enfinger was battling in the fourth and uh, between fourth and sixth, and he he dropped down in the teens, and they never said why on the broadcast. I looked for it on social media and couldn't find it. Um, it you'll find out it was a rough weekend for Enfinger all the way around. Uh, more shit luck for Sauter. Uh, him and uh, 
Drew Dollar uh, bludgeon a limping truck. I didn't even type who they ran into, but the car was pretty truck. Truck got my pronouns right after messing up. It was pretty much it wasn't stop, but it was going like thirty miles an hour. No yellow flag. Like it's up against the wall, like drifting back into traffic. No yellow flag. They bludgeon him going full speed. Um. So yeah, night's pretty much done for them. It was like ripped apart his entire truck too. Oh yeah, the whole side was gone. You know, which you know, it was a hot night that cools it down a bit. (laughs) I just don't think that's good. (laughs) No, no. So we restart with ten to go. John Hunter Nemechek on the uh, inside outruns Hill on the outside. Hill drops like Creed did when he started on the outside back to ninth. Like you were mentioning, how the inside was winning those restarts all night. Uh, Nemechek pulls out the win and he didn't even need help from his owner, Kyle Busch. And he was pretty much untested in the final stage. Yep. Yeah, ends up, uh, Nemechek followed by, uh, Hosevar. Um, I wanted to say Dustin Rhodes, but that'd be wrong. Ben Rhodes, Stuart Friesen, Todd Gillen, Chandler Smith, Ty Majeski, Derek Krause, Austin Hill, and Zane Smith in the top 10. And then another notable finish, Haley Deegan finished 13th, which is the best ever finish by a female at Charlotte Motorsport or Motor Speedway in a truck series event. Uh, Tina Gordon finished 13th in 2003, which was the first year that trucks raced at Charlotte. So congratulations to Haley Deegan for not only getting her first stage points of the season, but also uh, a nice top 15 finish. Yeah, and running with uh, pretty good trucks most of the night. So like Michael Waltrip talks about her all the time. Sometimes you're like, maybe this is disingenuous, but you can see she's uh, like, she's putting on the laps and being more competitive. And like we said, beginning of the year, she doesn't come from a, a, like a stock car modified type thing. She came from off-road trucks. So the learning curve is pretty big for, for that. As we look at the point standings after the race, uh, Johnny Souter only now two clear with Austin Wayne self in 11th and Chandler Smith just 10 points off the cutoff and 12th and Tyler Ankrum is 17th back in 13th. Well, and there were missed opportunities for I think Ankrum also spun out um, on the day he spun out on the last lap of stage two. Um, Austin Wayne Sell or I just get called Austin self because like I said I don't want him confused with all those murderers running around. Um, he, uh, he had to spin out. We talked about, it, and we even talked about Chandler Smith. So all those guys could have passed Johnny Sauter. Um, but all they did is pick up some ground. Um, so in the long run, they're probably like, they missed out on a golden opportunity to uh, make up ground. No, we had a big finish for Stuart Friesen finishing in fourth place and getting 36 points. Yeah, had a new crew chief. They were, uh, I think they realized they were struggling a bit the last few races and it it paid off. So they uh, hopefully are moving back in the right direction. So that will do it for the truck race recap. They are back in action uh, on the 12th, I believe, for Texas. Whenever we go to Texas. So now they're off this weekend and they will be at Texas in two weeks. On Saturday's Xfinity race, the effing traction compound. <laughs> I didn't think we had that written down until Cup Series, but uh, oh, you yeah, had it, you had it in your Xfinity. Uh, okay, well, yeah, you know, it, it. I don't know. I know why they do it, and I like 
I don't know. I don't. It's supposed to open up more lanes, but it seems like only one lane is working at a time. It's not like there's three lanes working. They get, they start out below because they're afraid to go up until it's activated. And then they activate the bottom. So they all run there with well, the bottom of the traction, which is like the second lane up. So they run there and then they activate the top. They're never racing all three at the same time. So, I mean, does it help? I don't know. Plus, I just kept getting confused. I just always, I always just get confused because one person would call it the traction compound, and then the next person, like the driver, would call it like the PJ one. I'm like, what the hell is the PJ one? Yeah, and well, I'm just glad we didn't hear called effing awesome sauce or whatever. Uh, Joey Logano back in the day, the one race, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know that it makes the racing any better. I mean, I get, I, I shouldn't say that because it must, or they wouldn't do it, right? Sure. Okay. So we Anyhow, I didn't think about we were going to talk about that till cop. I forgot. I might have been drunk when I did the. Uh, <laughs> no, mom, I don't get drunk every night. Just when I'm watching a bad race. So just all this weekend, then. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Well, yeah, no, she knows drunk. I was at the polka fest, so I didn't. I don't drink at polka festivals. Oh, you just had to take blow your steam off after our car got booted. Yeah. Austin, or Houston. <laughs> so Riley Herbst and Daniel Hemrick are leading the way in the Xfinity race in stage one before we get to the competition caution. Cody Ware goes into the wall and brings out what would have been the competition caution. Pretty sad that we don't have Mike Joy to bitch about Cody Ware. Yeah, I was really, you know, I wish someone would have said, oh, Cody Ware (laughs) in their best Mike Joy voice. But as we'll see on Sunday, Mike Joy gives out a compliment to Cody Ware. Yeah, but I like... I don't know. We'll talk another thing about Mike Joy. I I don't know. He he wins some points every week, and then he loses some points just for some awful stuff. But go on. So Grant Enfinger, who was a last-second replacement for Brandon Godovich, gets his first-ever Xfinity run. He tries to get over when he's not clear and goes into the wall. He is done for the day, and he finished dead last and lasted 26 laps. Just a, a rough situation for him because – uh Godovich ran all the practice laps and then he decided hey I don't feel comfortable once again he probably felt comfortable in the simulator <laughs> but he shows up to practice and he says I don't feel comfortable running this vehicle in this track and they're like hey Grant you want to come run your first race ever and try to qualify without practice and you know good on him you know stepping up and taking that but he was painted into a bad situation um, not having to practice. So we see uh, Enfinger goes into the wall. His day's over. At the end of stage one, Daniel Hembrick, who was dominant, wins the stage. It was his fourth stage win of the year. A.J. Allmendinger was second. Ty Gibbs third. Austin Sendrick fourth. Jeb Burton fifth. Chase Briscoe sixth. Noah Gregson seventh. Harrison Burton eighth. Ryan Sieg ninth. And Tyler Reddick tenth. Riley Herbst, who was the pole sitter, was uh, bad and dirty air and ended up uh 12th so yeah but fell back yeah he looked good when he was just like going against hemrick but like you said once that dirty air got in there like he was getting he dropped like an anvil not an anchor not an anchor anvil i mean yeah something heavy made of iron stage two um the only big deal was my Snyder was down a, a, a cylinder 
So he looked competitive early. He wasn't the rest of the race. Um, Hemrick dominates another stage. It looks like he's going to win this one. Good on him. You know, he hasn't won a race yet. Well, somebody uh, uh, picked him. With yeah, someone picked him. Someone looks smart. Who picked him? Oh, I did. I'm looking real smart right now. Hemrick finishes first. Almondinger second again. Those two guys look real good. Like they're going to finish one, two in the race. One of them's going to pull this one out. Gregson third, Cindric fourth, Briscoe fifth, and we won't name the rest. And then Ty Gibbs, I wanted to go back and look at this today, but I, cut, I fell asleep before I did it. He spun out at the end of the stage. Was the, the checker flag already out at that moment? I'd have to look at it again. I'd have to, because they made it like it was a big deal, but I was like, I thought the flag was already out, and I thought he was close to finishing, and I didn't see where he restarted, because they made it like a huge deal, like he spun out and lost like five laps. Well, he finished eighth. And this okay, so they made it like it was a big deal that he spun out. Did he finish eight? Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I don't know. He lost some spots, but he wasn't a lap down. Oh God, we ruined who won the race. God damn it! <laughs> We're trying to build suspense, and we ruined it. Anyhow, go on. We get no to final. the final stage. Briscoe Chase Briscoe passes Hemrick with eighty six to go, and I love this because we were listening to the radio broadcast when we were going down to Houston, and they asked Chase Briscoe like point blank why he was racing in this race, and he was just like, "I'm not very good at this track." which I thought yeah. was kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, he wanted to get laps on it. And it's why Tyler Reddick took a late, he took a late ride in the race too. Um, he said the same thing. He's like, I don't run well here. I'd like to get some laps in. So your guy, uh, Daniel Hemrick, during a yellow for Jeb Burton, he gets a penalty impeding pit stop of another driver. And that essentially takes him out of the race. And you're shaking your head. It's a team sport. That's all I'm going to say. It's a team sport. They, uh, yeah, uh, a tire got in the way or a tire like rolled to another team's thingy and ran into another tire. It's a team sport. And this is the kind of stuff, you know, you got to, you got to button this up before the playoffs starts because something like this will knock you out of the playoffs. So with 74 to go, AJ Almendinger. No breaks. <laughs> No breaks. No breaks for Almondinger and takes him out of the race. Uh, two best cars out of the race. The guys that finished one and two, stage uh, one and two. And then Almondinger helping us out with an up. Uh, we get an update, and it was some loose lug nuts that got into the brakes. No breaks. Lug nut. <laughs> yeah, I don't get how that works. I'd have to, you know, where was the cutaway car? Uh, they didn't go. They didn't bring Larry Max cutaway car, so I could see how the the loose lug nut got into the brakes. So with 56 laps to go, we get a debris caution. Ryan Sieg and Brandon Brown just get gas, no tires. They start first and sixth. We'll pay. Uh, we'll pay off for one, uh, not the other. And Sieg is the one that's going to regret that decision. Oh, he regrets that decision immediately. Uh, they go on to restart that lap 151. He starts fishtailing. We mentioned the inside lane always started faster than the outside line. This was the only time in the history of Charlotte Speedway that the outside lane was faster, and that's because Chase Briscoe had four new uh, Goodyears and uh, or Mr. Feelgoods or whatever uh, Clint Boyer calls them. Ryan Sieg did not. 
he starts fishtailing, uh, takes out Josh Berry and Brett Moffitt, and he is done. And then uh, we see Briscoe outrun Gibbs. And then as they're approaching lap traffic, this is where we see the lead change with 19 to go. Ty Gibbs gets Briscoe to spin, packing air on the rear corner, and Briscoe spins out and does his best Kyle Busch impersonation. Yeah, it's weird because after the race, Ty Gibbs apologizes for it, but I didn't like. Like I felt like that was a like a clean racing move. You try to get him loose. I he didn't want to get him that loose, but I don't know. I just it's I find it disingenuous to apologize for it because if you feel bad, then step on the brakes and let some cars pass you. You know, yeah. if you really feel if you really feel bad about it, yeah. If you really feel like you shouldn't have won step on the brakes let daniel hemrick pass you let daniel hemrick win the race if you feel bad about it if you don't feel bad about it don't mention it when the race is over so we get the yellow from the spin out brandon brown is the only driver with sticker tires left so he comes and gets them uh, and then once we restart with 13 to go we, uh, takes out a lot of good cars justin haley daniel hemrick noah gregson michael annette tommy joe martins and brandon jones all out of the race all the replays appeared to be done from the tele- Hubble telescope. Really couldn't tell who started it, what started it. They seemed to mention, they didn't blame Gregson, but they sort of said Gregson with the monolapse left, like to go three wide where he went three wide was a bad place to do it, but they didn't blame him. They used, they're like, he's trying to win the race. Yeah. Um, but I will say Noah Gregson, checkers and wreckers only works if you get checkers. Yeah. And he doesn't have any. He doesn't have any. There's some good tweets about Gregson, though, that we were looking at. Oh, we were, yeah, they are, they are not suitable even for this podcast where we accidentally swear occasionally. <laughs> so Gibbs, Ty Gibbs, will uh, pull, pull out the victory. He was pressed a little bit by Austin Sendrick. And Gibbs wins by 0.437 seconds. Gibbs is the youngest ever to win. Uh, in the three series of NASCAR, but he already won again. So I don't know why you put that or he put that. He had won the road course race, didn't he? I don't, I didn't think I wrote that. You did. No, I think maybe is he the youngest to win three races? No, because I think he's only won twice. He's run a truck one though, has he? No, I don't know. Anyhow, just well, if you didn't think it was right, why'd you fucking say it? <laughs> Anyhow, uh, the final running order Ty Gibbs, uh, Austin Sidrick, Harrison Burton, Brandon Brown, who that we said the pit move paid off for the one. He didn't take tires, got in the uh, towards the front, and then he had fresh tires. He was the only one that had fresh tires, got up to fourth. Reddick finishes fifth. Briscoe, Ty Dillon, Jeb Burton, Brandon Jones, Jeremy Clements, a light yellow might have given the win the the brandon brown with the only guy with fresh tires he was hauling ass there towards the end and then as we look at the points noah gregson who finished 27 saved by stage points he ends up with 22 despite his uh terrible finish the only movement in the top 12 of the standings is brandon jones moving to 11th and michael annette dropping to 12th the last spot in the playoffs yep uh brandon brown's now 17 points back so he closes the 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 gap a little bit. Riley Herbst, 40 back in 14th. 
Ty Gibbs also won the ARCA race. He went coast to coast, led all 100 laps. This is a this is the note I remember typing. I feel like you put that other one in to sabotage me. He has led 490 of the 693 laps on the ARCA National Series, and it's his fourth win in an ARCA series. He's got three in the National Plus, one win in the uh, ARCA East Series. Oh, shit, no. That was his fourth ARCA win, plus he has one in the ARCA East. So he has five overall down below. He's gone coast to coast and wins in Kansas, Dover, and Charlotte. So I don't know if he's that great of a racer, which he's pretty good, or if it's uh, like his owners can afford to put out a better car. But he's he's closing the deal. You got to close the deal. So good on him. Ty Gibbs, or uh, Joe Gibbs, a lot of smiles this weekend. Every time I saw him, he was smiling until the Cup Series. All right, well, let's get into the Cup Series. Uh, stage one, early on, Kyle Larson just dominating everybody. Uh, Ryan Blaney, the first one to have some trouble. He had to double pit because of a loose wheel. Yep, yep, yep. And then uh, Ross, Ch- Ross Chastain was looking good early, coming off a, a Coda race where he was looking good. But it looks like somebody at Chip Ganassi was too busy worrying about the Indy races and they went to pick a parts to get some uh, belts for the engine. Uh, it appears as though they said both of them had the same part go wrong, go yeah. bad. Broken oil pump belt essentially takes them out of the race. Yeah, he was don't, don't get your don't get your parts from pick apart. I think he came back out and was like 38 laps down or something like that. Yeah, well, I mean, essentially done. Another guy that was, well, yeah, essentially takes mother. Another guy that was looking good early on was Daniel Suarez, but he came in to pit pretty early on lap 45, and that was a lot earlier than some of those other guys, and then with five laps left, he blew a tire. Yeah, I mean, this is all might have, would have, could have, should have, would have. Maybe if he comes out at lap 50 or 51, but maybe he blows a tire then, so that's where the maybe. But, yeah, I mean – just unfortunate yeah it just it was just something i noticed so i wrote down but then uh it was the longest green flag run to start a coca-cola 600 and kyle larson comes away winning the stage again he pretty much led every lap except for winning they were doing the green flag pit stops chase elliott his teammate was second william byron another hendrick teammate something we'll see later on in the race finishes Third in the stage, Kevin Harvick fourth, Austin Dillon fifth, Kyle Busch sixth, Martin Truex Jr. seventh, Tyler Reddick eighth, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. ninth, and Alex Bowman rounds out the top ten. And stage two, on lap 32 of the stage, we get our first lead change, not due to the green flag pit stops, as Chase Elliott threads the needle on the backstretch and passes Kyle Larson. So that's lap 132? Yeah. Wow, that's some uh, that's some Formula One stuff there. Well, it was a pretty good move by Chase Elliott using a lap car. Um, and then he was a he, the, Kyle Larson thought that he was going to go a little bit lower and he just threads the needle, goes three wide for a little bit. Um, nine laps later, Kyle, Kurt Busch's bad luck continues and he has to go to the garage. 30 laps later, he comes back out and his engine blows out before he even gets to the back stretch and brings out our first uh, caution that wasn't a call or, you know, end of the stage caution. Yeah. It, uh, comes on the, uh, just days after rumors that he'll be the second, uh, 23 XI car. Um, 20, it says here 23 XI. 
that's how they write it roman numerals oh so we're half we're half gregorian half roman (laughs) i don't get how this works anyhow yeah um i don't know (laughs) that those two had nothing to do with each other but i thought i'd put it there just to give you some news while giving you some recap stuff (laughs) so we see some pit strategy play out uh there's about 30 laps ish when the caution came out uh alex bowman joey logano and denny hamlin take just two tires and then when we get restarted and there's 21 laps left hamlin uh takes the lead Elliot Chase Elliott, who took four tires, passes Denny Hamlin with 18 to go. But then we see another change as Kyle Larson regains the lead with 13 laps to go and wins the stage. To see if those uh, two tires did pay off, Bowman finished seventh in the stage, Hamlin finished ninth, and Logano finished 11th. So not really pay out, but. And no one did it again the rest of the race. So they must have all seen that it didn't work. And then uh, you noticed this. Well, I, I think I, I noticed it too. I just didn't take a note of this. So Chase Elliott's spotter, we didn't talk about it on the, uh, the preview episode, but he, Mike DeHaunt uh, was arrested. I think his name's Mike DeHaunt something. And he was arrested earlier this week, earlier this month, I believe, from an incident that stemmed from 2020 Labor Day where he assaulted a pregnant woman at a jet ski rental company and Mike, uh, Mike Joy just referred to it as, quote, an incident. Yeah, that's where you lose points in my book, Mike. You, If you want to throw the allegedly in front, because you don't, like, throw the allegedly in front, but don't say an incident. You, an incident is falling asleep in the wrong seat at a Lyle Lovett concert because <laughs> uh, you had too much to drink. That's an incident. Um, like, allegedly assaulting a pregnant woman is not an incident that that rises above an incident so larson wins the stage followed by chase elliott william byron kyle bush uh tyler reddick kevin harvick alex bowman chris busher we see him in the top 10 we'll see him up there denny hamlin and uh austin Dillon round out the top 10 yeah and then uh <laughs> stage three jeff gordon you know, feeling a little loopy. <laughs> Lap 207, he says, we're almost 100 laps from the halfway point, <laughs> which, no, we're over seven laps past the halfway point. But then later on, he says, I meant miles. Like, did you catch that? Yeah. That didn't I, was gonna, <laughs> I was going to start laughing and I was going to text you, but I know you weren't watching it live. <laughs> Come on, uh, Jeff. Um, and it's like the third time he's had something math related. Um, he needs like, and they have spotters that can spot stuff. They need a calculator guy sitting next to him that can calculate shit. Cause that just, yeah. Like when he, like, at first I could brush it off. Cause yeah. Okay. Whatever. I, but then when he says, I meant miles, I was like, <laughs> that it still didn't work out anyhow. So we see Kevin Harvick, who had been in the top five most of the race. He has a loose wheel on lap 237 and has to pit. We see William Byron take the lead. But then again, during the green flag pit stops, it was Kyle Larson's pit crew that gets him back into the lead. And as you mentioned earlier, it's a team sport. Yeah. And, you know, you have to wonder, though, at what point um, some of the guys at uh, Hendrick, some of the other drivers start like slipping X-lax 
into Kyle Larson's crew, you know, to maybe slow his crew up a little bit because they're constantly, I mean, he beat two different drivers. He yeah. beat Elliott's crew and he beat um, Byron's crew, you know, slip some back slacks in the coffee. Um, you know, it's hard to change a tire when you're taking a shit. <laughs> well, okay. So I don't know if it was the stage three green flag pit stop, but it was when Elliot and Larson came in together and they were talking about how like, Jeff Gordon had mentioned he had done that move a couple of times, but not to a t- teammate. Did you see that? Yeah, he sort of nudged it. There was contact. Um, yeah. But they, that's under yellow, like they said, when you're coming in single fall. They were both coming in, and Elliot slowed up way too much coming in the, the coming around the turn, which allowed Larson to get inside. So they were actually coming to the pits two by two. Yeah. Um, and you could see where he made contact and nudged Elliot out to the, the left, which made it tougher to get into his pit box. I mean, if I'm Elliot, I would have spun him even if we were teammates, but I don't get paid the race. I can just imagine I'd do that. So I don't know if you knew this, but there seemed to be quite a, how many 66s were on the track? <laughs> David Starr David Star getting his money's worth. Like the, him and freaking jo- or Josh Balicki. Oh, they, uh, all, all, all four of the, the Rick Ware cars I saw 92 different times. No, I saw Clint, like 690, uh, 69,420 times. Well, Clint Boyer's already beat the shit out of Josh Balicki. Every time they would pass him, he'd just be like, well, there's there's a 52 car again. <laughs> just like wondering what the hell he was doing. And it's like, where do you want him to go? Yeah, I mean, you know, it could be like Survivor, like they vote. Uh, someone off the island after 50 laps and then another one after another 50 they could do that like every crew chief can vote someone off um yeah i mean they were just always there like i want to say like they got more airtime than half of the guys that we normally see well i think i, I want to say like 130 laps in because it was one elliot made his the pass at 132 David Starr was 11 ha- uh, laps back already. And I don't think he like, no, went into the pits for extended period. Well, Cause that's when Quinn Hoff bumped, um, ja Davidson. What's his name? Josh Davidson? Uh, James Davidson. He, he liked one of our Insta. Yeah, James Davidson. Sorry, so James. yeah, you should know his name. Uh, it was when they bumped him and Clint Boyer's like, I mean, basically it was like, what the hell are you doing? You guys are both like eight laps down already. Yeah. Like, why are you racing this hard? Anyway, we'll uh, back to stage three. Uh, Ryan Newman is running 12th and blows a tire, goes straight into the wall on lap 295 to end stage three. Rough ending for Newman. Yeah. Um, and oh, we didn't even write it down because it wasn't even worth mention. Guess who won another stage? Kyle Larson. Uh. It was Kyle Larson, William Byron, Kyle Bush, Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman, Tyler Reddick, Denny Hamlin, Austin Dillon, Bubba Wallace finishing ninth, and then Kevin Harvick 10th. Yep. As we get to the last stage, again, not a lot of exciting things going on. Kyle Larson just running away with it with 59 to go. Uh, Truex's day goes from bad to worse with a flat tire that blows his hood flap off. He was 12th, but he, like Jeff Gordon mentioned it in the broadcast too, he was just not competitive at all. And the way he had raced at uh, Charlotte um, in recent years had pretty much everyone, including myself, thinking he was going to win. And I was like, he's probably pissed off from the last two races where he didn't perform well. So guess who I'm going to pick next race? Ryan, or Ryan, or Martin Truex. 
Yeah, because now he's really pissed off from three straight races of not doing well. So we see Mike Joy giving a shout-out to Cody Ware finally uh, that he was going to get his best career finish in 30th. Yes, he pleasantly announces he's going to get his best finish without saying what it was. So I'm like, I'm going to look this up. He's probably <laughs> going to finish in the 20s. And he finished 30th. Oh, so Kyle Larson runs away with it and gets his second win of the season, and he won by over 10 seconds. It actually would have been pretty interesting to see if we could have gotten like a late yellow, but I mean, Kyle Larson was dominant. Glad to see him finally turn from the bridesmaid to the bride. Uh, Chase Elliott uh, finishes second, uh, Kyle Busch third, William Byron fourth, Alex Bowman fifth, uh, Austin Dillon sixth, Denny Hamlin seventh, Chris Buescher eighth, Tyler Reddick ninth, and Kevin Harvick yeah it uh hendrick finished with one two for the third straight race they finished one two four five kyle bush ruined it for him i did like kyle bush's interview heading into the final stage where they're like what do you got to do to win he just goes i don't know wreck him <laughs> i was looking forward to it he did yeah which so i would have if something happened did we mention the Hen uh hendrick's got 269 wins no but you know who's catching up on well they pass any petty enterprises uh who's at 268 but the wood brothers in the hunt at 99 yeah i sent you a picture you didn't uh, laugh matt the benedetto led a couple laps this uh he led two laps during the green flag pit stops on stage one there we go i was ready to order the ice cream cake So there are some other thoughts on the race. Chip Ganassi uh, successfully takes the what the shit's going on at Stuart Haas off the headlines for a week as they finish uh, dead last in 38th and second to last in 37th. Yeah, uh, we mentioned before they got some belts from pick apart. Um, and, you know, I, I, I it might just be. Oh, and we'll go into what the shit's going on at Stuart Haas. <laughs> We saw David Starr's car uh, 69,420 times more than Cole Custer, Eric Amarola, and Chase Briscoe combined. Because yeah. they just, I mean, they weren't bad enough to get on, on TV a lot, but they weren't good enough to be in with the leaders. They finished 21st, 22nd, 23rd uh, combined. And um, I watched. Think it, they're getting ready for next year in the next gen car. They are. That, and I'm. Like Richard Childress, all in on NASCAR. Rick Hendrick, all in on NASCAR. Joe Gibbs, all in on NASCAR. Stuart Haas, NASCAR, they got involved in the F1. Uh, Ganassi, NASCAR, Indy. Like, I, to me, like, even if it's not the case, the optics are like, they're giving too much time to Indy. And it's like, so that's the optics I get. I don't know if that's the actual case. You know, I, I don't know what goes on in a shop. I've just seen the crew, you know, but that, that just, that's what I imagine is like, I don't know that the resources that could be going are going. And I don't know how much Chip Ganassi really cares that his team's not very good. And I don't know how much Stuart Haas care about how. Yeah. It's in but a Richard Childress racing, they teamed up or they have a partnership with Hendrick Motorsports. They had a great weekend, finishing sixth and eighth for their best weekend in a while. 
Um, and then some other guys that we mentioned that had some bad luck early grinded out respectable finish in Harvick 10th, Ryan Blaney finished 13th and Suarez finished 15th. Yep. So as we look at the point standings, looking ahead, same 11 cars locked in with wins since we had a repeat winner, non-winners include Denny Hamlin Kevin Harvick and Austin Dillon. They're all pretty safe. Uh, Tyler Reddick is 29 points ahead of Chris Buescher, uh, and they are in 15th and 16th respectively. Yep. Uh, Matty D is the f- first one out. He's 55 behind Busher, followed by Stenhouse, 62 back, and Kurt Bush, 83 back. He's got to be like, how quick can you get me in a 23XI car? Yeah. And, and who knows? Maybe Ganass, he's like, how quick can you get in a 23XI car? <laughs> Uh, some big points days. Kyle Larson finished with a perfect 70. Chase had 60. William Byron with 58. And Kyle Bush with 54. Well, that confused me a little bit, though, because I thought they were only giving out points for the first two stages. No, that was just fantasy. Oh, uh, well, you're an idiot. Like, I mean, you listen, mentioned to, listen to the DM episode. But we're not a fantasy podcast. We're I, a real that's life. why you listened to the DM episode. And I said, for those that do play uh okay you might you might you might have you you were correct but also on the the sheet that you print out you print out all these fancy sheets they only had two of the stages getting points though yeah i know but if you look they trust me because you only get 60 on a perfect i know i know that's why i was confused i was like probably just evan Evan led me evan led me astray (laughs) like anyhow and then you took off my indie notes oh i forgot to put them on there I would just real quick in the Indy, uh, all you NASCAR fans, uh, uh, Santino, uh, Ferrucci finished sixth. He was a, he's run some NASCAR races earlier this year. JP Montoya, Juan Pablo finished ninth. Jimmy Johnson, all you guys looking for him? Cause Hey, he's running Indy and him and his wife think he's going to die if he runs at ovals. So <laughs> he, both him and Romain Grosjean, a formula one racer, him and his wife think the same thing. They're going to die if they run uh ovals in uh they might have just said indy i think jimmy johnson has said any oval so they they weren't in a race so if you're a nascar fan and like what kind of ad wizardry is this that you're not going to run in the biggest indy race and then the thought i had danica patrick she's like 38 hasn't raced in how many years four or five races uh, years sounds right um there was like five guys in the race that were in their forties. The winner was Helio Castroneves, yeah, forty something. Like I'm starting to retroactively think how hard, like how much did she really want racing that she's just totally given up on the. I don't know. I didn't watch any of the Indy 500. But maybe she's just better off doing TV. Some people, do, maybe she doesn't have the love for racing anymore. I did see her on uh, Bear Grylls' show, like in the wild, where they have to go out in the desert, which was pretty Of course sweet. you did. It's on after Wicked Tune every Sunday, which is... But a- that, I mean, that was just a thought I had. Like, I'm going back to, like, the route she took in NASCAR, and it wasn't the route you would take if you want to eventually be competitive. It was a route that you took if, hey, I just want to get money now. And like, which is fine and dandy, but it might explain why it turned out the way it did. Yeah. Well, that's that. I thought that was pretty, I thought that was pretty good input. I thought you were going to think more about it, but Bear Grylls. Yeah. Bear Grylls took her out to the desert. 
She had to eat a scorpion too. It's a pretty good episode. Yeah. Yeah. So that will do Probably it. Tastes for... like a crawfish, I'm guessing. Uh yeah, I don't know. I've never tried it. Well, I've yeah. tried crawfish. I've never tried scorpion. Yeah. But that will do it for our Charlotte recap. Next couple uh, episodes, you'll be joined by a special uh, guest taking my spot for the next three episodes and friend of the program, Luke Hillen. So just another average fan joining on that probably knows a little bit more than us. Yeah, I feel like the knowledge level is going to go way up. Well, hopefully that means our download numbers go up too. Yeah. So that will do it. You and Luke will be back on Friday to preview Mid-Ohio for the Xfinity race. That's your home track. And uh, the Sonoma race for the Cup Series on Sunday. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Loose Lug Nuts Pod or on Instagram at Loose Lug Nuts Podcast. For Thomas, I'm Evan. We will see you next time. I grew up in Texas where football was my game until that racing fever started burning in my brain. I started running many stops when I was 13 and won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde, and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hillen's Drilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride Harry High and now I've got others on my side you've given me my wings now it's up to me to fly Thank you.